It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You found the place for love, dating, romance, and relationships with myself, Angie Taylor, and Simon Marcel, our French romantic here. Bonjour et bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Comment oh, ça va? How uh, are you? I am very well. Comment ça va, Simon? Ça va bien. I am good. Bien. Bien. Good. Means good. Well, listen, I'm glad you're in the uh, very French mode right now because Simon's nephew, Zachary, is here visiting from Paris. He is visiting me for a week. How old is your nephew, Simon? He's 16 years old. He's going to be 17 soon, but he's 16 right now. Exactly. Uh, uh, hello, Zachary. Hi, Angie. Welcome hi, Simon. To, hi. Welcome to American Radio. Thank you. I'm How glad is, to be here. This is your first time in America? No, it's not my first time in America, but the first time in Chicago. Okay, so you come visit. Is this your first time on the radio? Um, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Hey, welcome to America. We immediately, like, want to know everything about your life. Yes. We, we dig in. And um, the reason that I wanted to bring Zachary on, Simon, is because he has an amazing love story that I want to get to when we come back. Absolutely. Zachary is a young man in love, and he has a great story, and we wanted to share it with you, Angie, because it's very unique. And he's 16. There's this sweet love, and yes. that is very unique that we've all had at the one point in our life. The innocent love. Do you remember, Simon? Like, think I back. Do. I do remember. Think back. Back to when we were young and innocent in 16. Do you remember? I, I do remember. It's a little foggy. But you... <laughs> <laughs> Zachary's going to give us a reminder mm-hmm. of the beginnings of true, sweet, innocent love. And I think that's a good way to start our show tonight. Absolutely. Because the drama will come. But let's start on this sweet, innocent note next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie Love. Dating, romance, relationships. Do you remember when you were young, the first love, the first feelings yes. of love? The reason I'm bringing that up, Simon Marcel, yes. our French romantic, mm-hmm. your nephew, Zachary, is in studio with us today, visiting from Paris, 16. 16 years old. And you were telling us this amazing story yesterday, and I wanted to start the show with that sweet love to remind everybody of what it feels like in the very beginning, because we forget. Absolutely. Thanks, Angie. So, first of all, welcome, Zachary, to the rendezvous yes. tonight. Thank you. It's good to have you here. What we have is, so my nephew came to Chicago for a week to be with me, and then I discover that he has met a wonderful young French woman. Exactly. What is her name? Alice. 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 Who's also 16? Yeah. Yes. And I want you to share with Angie and I and all our listeners that story at the party. What you felt, what she felt, and how did you know it was okay to kiss her? Well, um, we spent a good time at the party. Um, first time meeting her was yeah, at the party? Yeah, it was my first time with her. Okay. Uh, I just saw her in many pictures on Instagram. Ah, see, that, 16 is different. <laughs> that, that our common friend showed me. So you knew in advance what she looked like, that you know her yeah. interests, her pictures, things like that? Exactly. And so I saw her for the first time at this party. And then after the party, uh, we were all alone together in a garden, <gasps> set on a bench. Oh. And, uh, Wait, so it's set the scene. It's nighttime? Exactly. In Paris. In a beautiful midnight, garden. Midnight. Midnight. Exactly. In Paris. In a garden. This sounds like a movie. Yeah. And there's a bench. And so you walk her to the no, bench. Nobody in the street. Nobody there. Yeah. And you sit down. And what happens? And so we chat a little bit, and I saw she was really shy. And I was a little bit too, because we knew together it was like very something. Yeah, yes. There's something between us. And so uh, we chat a little bit, 
And then I felt something like really primal, a, a behavior like... Electricity. Yeah, between us. And I think every person can feel it when you know it's the good one. Sure. The good person. Right. And then I put my hand in her shoulder. Oh. And it happened the kiss because I knew I couldn't leave this bench without a kiss. When you went in for the kiss. Yeah. Were you mid-conversation in the middle of a sentence and you stopped and kissed? Or did you ask, can I kiss you? No. You just, good, good no, man. No, I didn't ask. Good man, like, don't ask. No. You feel. Maybe. And so that's what we wanted to get at is how did you know it was okay? Yeah, because like our body asked the other one. Mm-hmm. like Body language. Know, yeah, exactly. You could tell she wanted to kiss you back. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so... This is so sweet. When the contact is, you know it's time. You you heard say that your stomach, your is heart, like, and your stomach, and yeah. your body, and so what did it feel like after the first kiss? What was were there explosions, fireworks in your body? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <laughs> not like an explosion. It was like I have a lot of thoughts yeah. in my mind, like uh, why her, why this moment. But there is no answer. Just enjoy the moment, and then after this night, a father. Uh, came to to bring her at home and, and her then, father came to pick her up yeah exactly. from the park no oh, no I was after, going to say, after if the father came to the park no, and you're sitting after. there together making <laughs> out he would be like <laughs> oh. problem no 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 yeah so after he came to pick her up and you knew that you liked her yeah and then i checked with everything snapchat she, she's your girlfriend now yeah she is Oh, Simon. Nothing makes me more more happy than to (laughs) hear my nephew discovering love like this with such a wonderful young French woman back in Paris. And the way he describes it, we've all felt it. So thank you, Zachary. Yes, for, thank you. Thanks to you. Thank well, you. Zachary leads me to a question mm-hmm. um, because I loved what you said, Zachary, about the moment you were kissing her and what you were thinking. You're thinking, why why now? Why her? Why am I doing this? And I was surprised to hear you say that as a 16-year-old young man mm. because I feel like that's something women do. Like, can I see myself with him? Is this what's really right. happening? So I want to know, Simon, when we come back, yes. I want to ask you. Yeah. What sort of things go through your mind the first time you kiss a girl, the first time you're on a date with a girl? Are you thinking That's a great question. the same things that we're thinking? That's a great question. Next. I will answer that. All right, great. On The Rendezvous, next. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. Simon, we just had your amazing 16-year-old nephew, Zachary, on the air. Thank talking you. Talking about how he felt during the first kiss with his very new girlfriend of a month. And he was thinking during the kiss, why her, why now? Like, I had these thoughts that were not what I would expect a young man to think Mm -hmm. during a first kiss. And I'm curious because I know, you know, girls on a first date or during a first kiss, we fast forward sometimes in our mind, like, what would our kids look like? Um, What would our life look like together? Will we get married? Do you men think on that same level or is there any variation in there? There's a big variation, and now I'm 49, Zachary is 16. So when I kiss for the first time somebody I like, there's a happiness and a joie de vivre, a joy of life that goes through my heart and my, my mind. There is nothing about kids or the future yet. I think that as you get older, you live really in the present time and then slowly discover the future. But there is a sense of happiness and a miracle not to be rejected, right? Because I think yes. anyone who goes for the first kiss for any situation always have a tiny apprehension 
That of course. Maybe the woman's going to step her head back a little bit. Yeah. Like, why are you kissing me like yeah, this? Or and don't. The first kiss is always everything that Zachary described. Absolutely. There's nerves. Even though you're very close, you're like, should I? Should I not? And I, I only know that the first time that I kiss, I'm always thinking, okay, we kiss good together or we don't kiss good together. That's true. Although you're right. Like she's it's, a good kisser. Yeah, she's you a good kisser. That? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> no, very good point, Because you like to make out. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I love to make out. So that's, that's true. There. It's this. a very intimate part of a relationship. Sometimes the kissing, the making out is more intimate than the ooh-la-la. So <laughs> if you kiss well together... It's a good good sign. It is a to, good sign. To, to what's to come. I agree. So. I agree. Let's go to the phones. 855-905-8255. Love, dating, relationship, romance. Any advice that you need, call us right now. We'll be right back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to the show, Love, Dating, Romance, Relationships. Simon and I are your go-to for advice if you need some right now. That's it. And let's go to the lines because somebody needs some. Listening in Summit, Arizona on my 92.9, here's Isabella. Hi, Isabella. Bonjour. Hi, Simon. Hi, Angie. How are you? Good. Hello. We are good. What can we help you with? Uh, I'm, I'm a little, I guess, embarrassed to say, but presently I am the other woman. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm involved with someone for... Over six months now, and I found out about four months ago that he was with somebody else, Mm -hmm. presently in a relationship, and of course, you know, telling me that they're not going to be together, and that he wants to be with me, and it's just difficult of him leaving that situation right now, and, you know, of course, I've fallen for it, but four months in, I just need... Help? Is, Should I keep oh, believing him? Okay, so is he married or just in a like dating or what is the relationship status? He's of not him? married. No. But He's how long a, is a this relationship? relationship? Long term. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are there kids involved? There is one child involved. Their child together. Yes. Okay. I feel like a lot of us have been in, you know, starting a relationship with somebody that's not really mm-hmm. out of the one that they're in. What do you do when you keep saying, I'm almost out, I'm almost out, it's going to be me and you pretty soon? That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We are on the line right now with Isabella. Hi, Isabella. Thanks for holding with us. Um, Hi, Angie. Thank you. Of course. So Simon and I are excited to tackle this issue you have you say you are in a relationship with a guy right now you've been dating a guy how long have you been dating six months six months you've been dating a guy which in itself is sort of a long-term relationship Mm -hmm. but he is still in a very long-term relationship and hasn't gotten out yet he keeps making you the promises and you want to know what to like cut now and run or what you should do that's your question yeah Okay, yeah, so, I'm just I'm in that space because I feel like I've been believing it so is uh, well, telling me that for so long. Before I have Simon give you the male perspective of what he's doing, can I ask you what his excuse is as to why he's not left the other relationship yet? Mm-hmm. You know, it, he just makes the excuses that you know, it's just hard that he's trying to settle and figure everything out of how he's going to get the money to move out on his own and monetarily I think there's an issue for him mm-hmm. and are you I, able I, to support him monetarily or no 
If he were to leave, if he were to leave, no, but if he were to pack his bags right this second and say, I'm coming to stay with you, would you be able to sustain for a second, a few weeks, a month? I, yes. Okay. So that is a stupid excuse. First of all, Simon, can you tell her where he's coming from? Sure. Um, Isabella, before we started, you said you, you felt you were the other woman, right? Yes. The other one means then that he's actually intimate with you and the other person. Is that accurate? Or does he say he's not intimate with her, right? He says he's not. Well, of course. Of course he does, honey. Of course he does. I don't believe that for a second. And that's okay. you know, one of our constant okay. arguments. Right. So he, he will play this for as long as he can. As long as you let him. Yeah, that's exactly true, Angie. And then you are, Isabella, the one that enable the whole system because as long as you accept the situation to be intimate with him, knowing he's intimate with somebody else, you really do not allow any form of progress in this situation. The best you can do is step away, take distance, and listen, for as long as you are not 100% single and living alone and things are clear and transparent, mm-hmm. I'm and not going to see And she knows you. about you and, yes. and the whole nine. And like, it's all out in the open. Because you are being kept in the shadow, in the mm-hmm. dark, for his enjoyment. You're the dirty little secret. You don't want to be that girl, right? No, Isabella. So no. We, we want to help you. And I think Angie would agree that, you know, it's time for you to put a hold stop Something like, that's it, that's enough, it stops tonight. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you have to stick by that, though. Oh, 100% energy, because if Isabella doesn't, right. then in no forever she doesn't mean it, yeah. and then he'll take advantage of it. So you you have to set the rules, Isabella. Yes, and uh, Isabella, I'll be uh, uh, I'll keep it 100 with you right now. I was in this situation. I dated a man who I thought was not in a relationship. Right. I come to find out after I'm super into him, maybe a month later, he's married. He's been married forever. Yeah. No kids or anything, but he's married. And by then, you're so attached. And I'm like, then I get the promises. I'm going to leave. It's going to be us. It's going to be this. He even moved. And then once he moved to be near me, I go to his apartment and I find her underwear on the floor. So, you serious? Yes. So they can give every indication that they're going to be with you. But until there's concrete proof... Until it's just the two of you, then he's going to string you along as long as you will allow him, which is exactly what Simon said. You're the one that's enabling this situation. As much as you hate it, you're enabling it. You are. And and you just, it's a hard pill to swallow, but the quicker you end it and say, I'm done, the quicker you get to get over it, the quicker you get to move on with your life. And it's going to be hard, but you have to. And, And if it's meant to be, I agree with Angie, if it's meant to be, you know, Six months, a year from now, things will be clear. You guys can have a good relationship. If it's not, then you know you move on and find true love. But I, I agree, hundred percent. You got to put the red light, the stop. That that's enough. You have to do it. Yes, right. And is it you know like cutting it off and not talking? Not- that's it. Yes, hard, fast, done. Right. All or nothing, Isabella. Yeah, and we wish you the best of luck, Isabella. Please let us know how it goes. Okay. I will absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Stay strong, girl. Yeah, good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you so much for calling the rendezvous. Is it easier for men or women to cheat, Simon? We're going to talk about that when we come back on the rendezvous. Welcome back. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We were just on the phone with somebody who is the side piece. Or mistress, right? What did she say? The other woman. The other woman, so to speak. And Uh, that brought me to the question, Simon, is it easier 
do you think for men or women to cheat? Honestly, because I did the research of this and... No, 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 no. Forget about research. Let's just say, day-to-day, <laughs> walking the street, who would it be easier for to cheat? Men or women? Oh, women. Women! Women, of course. Okay, can I tell women, you Women, why... of course, by far it's easier for them. But what about your research then? That says the same thing. That says now it's, it's that, that women have more choice, have more possibilities, and it's easier for them. I always say that cheating is based on opportunity and ambivalence. Like, if you have a lot of people coming at you and you don't really care about your relationship, of course you're going to cheat. And I saw a tweet the other day, mm-hmm. a girl named Tony. I just liked it online because I saw it and I loved it. Okay. She said, in my opinion... Women have many more opportunities to cheat than men, simply because, on average, we're approached more. If you're a man in a relationship and you think you have to work hard to fight temptation, your woman is working 10 times harder to fight it. But at the same time, she also says, if you decide to enter a relationship, facing temptation shouldn't be viewed as like this horrible, hard task. You should be into it. It shouldn't matter what's coming at you. You should be oblivious to it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the reason why, you know, men or women uh, would cheat and women get approached all the time, that's so true, is usually really a deep loneliness and despair. Most of the time. And she also said the issue is their own ego and their self-esteem. And that too. Yeah, because you need your ego stroked. You're only as faithful as your options. Isn't that the old quote? (laughs) If you have a lot of options. uh, That's an excuse because if you think of it, most women who would cheat are not so much looking for la la, but for companionship. That's what I believe. Women. 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 Look, okay. Well, yeah. I want to talk more about the difference okay. next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Love dating, romance, relationships, and an ugly topic of cheating right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this came off a tweet saying, hey, women have a lot more opportunities to cheat on average than men just because we're approached more. Simon, have you been happy in a relationship and still been tempted? No. No. Because why? Because when I'm in a relationship and I'm satisfied and having a wonderful time, I stop looking. You don't see it. You have blinders, right? I have no desire for any other woman. But you can see a beautiful woman. Yeah, but I'm not... And if a beautiful woman is flirting, you could be flattered. You can say she's beautiful, whatever. But you don't think... I'm going to give up this the, no. relationship I have. The for only that. reason I have cheated in my life, to be totally honest, was when I felt neglected or I felt that, you know, there was nothing left between us. And I've made the mistakes. And, and you should have gotten out. I should have. But you didn't. No, and, exactly. And that's so, a lot of times what people do. Sometimes it's over yeah. in your heart yeah. before it's over physically. And you, even though you're still hanging out, but you're not really making love anymore, having ooh la la. You've already moved on in your it, heart, in your mind. Yes. Yeah. And then you should have take the step of breaking up and right. start fresh. But in a spirit of honesty, I did not. And when I cheated, that was why. Okay. I, I don't remember cheating just because, oh my God, I just can't, I saw you, a woman you, I can't resist. If you have the urge to cheat, yeah, that should be a red flag that you are not in the relationship you need to be in. Absolutely. To me, no, absolutely. If you're willing to risk what you have for the reward of one night, then you don't value what you have. Or it doesn't bring you any more joy of life or satisfaction or happiness. Exactly. Well, Simon, it's Tuesday, and Mm -hmm. typically, I mean, we always do... The not-so-newlywed game with you and Jason, your husband. Right, but my husband, Jason, happens to be at a work function. He's on a plane. He's planes, trains, and automobiles. So guess who's going to play tonight? Who is it? It's going to be executive producer Jill and boyfriend Craig. That's next on The Rendezvous.
You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie Love, dating romance, relationships, sometimes long-term relationships, sometimes marriage. It's Tuesday night, Simon. Mm -hmm. And usually we play the not-so-newlywed game with myself and my husband, Jason, Jason. Yeah, where Simon really digs in (laughs) on the questions, on the long-term relationships, and we discuss it on the air. Because hopefully... You know, we inspire a conversation with our listeners. If they're in relationships, maybe it's something that can trigger a conversation. But my husband is traveling right now. He can't be on the phone with us tonight. So filling in, our executive producer, Jill. Hi, Hi, Jill. Hi. Hi. We love Jill. And Jill's boyfriend of 11 years, on again, off again. Am Mm -hmm. I right? Yes. Hi, Craig. How are you, Craig? Bonjour, Craig. I'm a little nervous. (laughs) <laughs> Girl, Me too. you should be. No, don't be nervous. And I said off the air, I'll, I'll be honest. I said off the air, I'm like, you guys have to be honest. Yeah. And you have to not get offended. <laughs> and this is group therapy, okay, honey? All right, let's do it. So go ahead, Simon. So you guys have been together 11 years. Yes. And you have never been married. Never. Never been engaged. Never. Nope. And you've had on and off times. Yes. I said on and off for 11 years. <laughs> So, uh, and I know Craig, and he's a very good man. So, yes. uh, I have great people, both great both, people. But yes. everybody knows Jill now on the show. But Craig Simon is, is so scared, is, I, is new. But here, here's my question I'll start, I'll start with you, Craig. Every time you've been on and off, how difficult was it to bring back the romance once you've been like away for three months, six months? How do you find it with each other for so many years to have those? on and off moments, but still love each other? Because it is love, and it's the love that keeps bringing us back together. It's, it's um, Even when we're having tremendous difficulty, mm-hmm. it's amazing how much we're more concerned about the other person than ourselves. You're very connected. I know that. Very, you and Jill are yeah. very, very connected. Um, heart connection, yeah. soul connection. Um, ask Jill that same question. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Jill, yeah, yeah. so I thought his answer was beautiful. What's your answer? Beautiful. What was the on and off? Um, I never stopped loving him. Like, that's not even I a thing. I just can't stop loving you. Exactly. It's Michael always Jackson. there. Yes. I always yeah. miss him. I always love him. Sometimes we fight a lot. And then, you know, we take time apart and then we realize that we love each other. One of us reaches out to the other and then. This is a long term relationship. That's what happens. Like sometimes you Mm -hmm. have these fights that are nuclear and you think is over. But the love sustains. Can I ask a question? Because I've never been in the position (laughs) where it's not me. So I want to know when you do have these moments of on and off Uh and you get back on. Do you discuss what happened during the off time? Craig, I'll ask you first. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. And are you honest? Yeah, we are. And that's that's another crazy thing. I've never loved somebody so much that I could hear everything that she's done when we were apart and just not care that she did it because I love her and I want her Aww. to be happy, you know? That's very mature and very evolved, and it almost made me cry. It's an extraordinary love story that uh, Jill and Craig has together for years. Yes. Jill, do you feel the same when you come back on again after a period of off? Mm -hmm. Are you curious about what were you doing during that off time? And, you know, Craig travels a lot. Yeah. And my husband does, too. If we were off, I would assume that my husband had hoes in every area code. (laughs) Yeah. So so do you have those questions? Uh, You know, I have to think if I want to know the answer to the questions a lot of the time. I don't ask very often. Craig likes to know. Um, I don't really ask for specifics a lot or 
you know, I just assume when we're not together, he's doing whatever he wants to do, right? So you have so, a don't ask, don't tell policy. When we're apart, for me, yeah, I'd rather not know. Um, to some degree, I'd rather not know. I don't want to think of him with, like, other people. Of course. But of course. when we're off, there are no rules, so that's how it goes. Well, this has been painless so far, am I right? It's pretty painless. I told you so, guys. In, in fact, <laughs> I think it's been lovely. Of course, Angie. And it, it, like, I have a new understanding into the relationship now. We're always looking for that nice and right. love love. The next break will be when the bomb drops. Oh, yeah. You're, you're going to get, like, knocked into next Tuesday on the next break. Okay, when we come back, the um, not... Newlywed, not wed game. Not wed game, Jill. Mm-hmm. There you go. With Jill and Craig on The Rendezvous next. Welcome back. It's a rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Normally, the not so newlywed game happens on Tuesday nights. Now yeah. we have the never not wed. wed. Oh yeah, never wed. Never wed game. Game. Simon and Angie here with our executive producer Jill. Hi, Jill. Hi. And Jill's boyfriend Craig of eleven years. Hi, Craig. Thanks for being with us. Hey, Simon. Yes. I know you have another question. Yes, I have another question about reality and, and how they fight together. So I'll start with you, Jill. Oh. It was all these years on and off and the fight. I want to know what. He has done that upset you, and then you forgave him. Upset you, forgive him. I told you, Craig. Here How comes, does he get on your nerves sometimes <laughs> that you have to take a break? Why? Uh, well, he takes lots of naps all the time, and that pisses me <laughs> off all the time. Are you serious? Yes. We went to Turks and Caicos one time, and he slept the whole Can entire I, time. Listen, this pisses me off because I am so, the same. Every time Jason and I go on vacation, yeah. he sleeps for like the first three days. Thank so, you. And he's like, so, I'm on vacation. I'm like, well, exactly. It's supposed a, to be time together, Simon. Right, wake up. It's not a boot camp. What are you guys right. a drill surgeon? Craig, yes. what do you say? Uh, about that specific moment, there yes. was uh, an unusual thing that happened before we got to Turks and Caicos. I had the worst insomnia of my life, and I didn't sleep for two days. I so, was this a one-off? Crashed. This is a one-time no, thing. It's yeah. not no, typical? It is or it very is typical. typical. Craig, why are you lying? I told you not to cra- <laughs> Craig. I was. I was. In fact, it's all I talked about on the way out there is that, oh, my God, I'm in this terrible. Yeah, what a buzzkill. I can't wait for this vacation. My God, I'm exhausted. Let's go to Turks and Caicos. No. I I often have pictures on vacation with me and Jason where I say, I'm watching the sunset and the back of Jason's eyelids. It's amazing. Wow, in the army? Yes. I want Craig to have his moment to say what drives him crazy about Miss Jill. Oh, you know it. Craig gets his moment next on The Rendezvous with Simon. Yeah, get ready with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, and I think we're going to need a new producer because she's really <laughs> mad at us. Um, producer Jill is here with boyfriend Craig. Hi, Craig. Thanks for being with us. Hi, Craig. Poor sure. thing. Usually we do the not-so-newlywed game. My husband's not here. Yeah. And we talk about relationship issues and long-term relationships, and hopefully it'll spark a conversation in your own. Before we left for break... Simon, your question was to Jill about what makes her upset, what they fight about. Exactly. And so now it's Craig's turn to talk about executive producer Jill. What does Jill has been doing for all this time that has upset you? What really is she keep doing over and over and you've had enough? Let it out, honey. Well, here's the truth is that she does a lot. To drive me crazy a ton of such as but what's weird about it is that as crazy as she can be and as unreasonable and as irrational as she can be i never get tired of you are scared to death of jill that (laughs) is a scared 
I honestly, I'm tickled by it. And she'll tell you, there's been moments where we've had arguments on the phone where I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? You're being really unreasonable. And then we'll see each other and she'll have this like really adorable, angry face. And it just makes With a little me smirk. laugh. I the laugh smirk. so hard yeah. because I find her adorable. I've never been so thoroughly entertained by somebody in my life and Whoa, oh is she um, a little is she for even here for so was she a clown like i hold closest to me she is just someone i never get tired of it's it's she frustrates me she drives me crazy why does she frustrate but, you when we come back a little bit more of the not yet newlywed game <laughs> on the rendezvous with simon and angie welcome back to the rendezvous with simon and angie i feel so bad simon Angie. I mean, I, we're love, romance, and dating, and I feel like sometimes this not-so-newlywed game, and in this case, the not-yet-newlywed game, you know, <laughs> we, we, we're causing friction, and we don't mean to do that. I mean, we're just, you know, we're love. We're just asking questions. I mean, really. we're just asking questions. That's the um, game. My husband is not available for the not-so-newlywed game. I know this. Thank God. Um, but <laughs> God. we're putting on the hot seat tonight our executive producer, Jill. Hi, Jill. Hi, bonjour. Are you sweating bonjour. yet? Um, no, I'm good. Feeling good. And your 11-year boyfriend, Craig, on the line. Hi, Mr. Craig. Hey. So, Craig, after 11 years, you can't tell me that you haven't wanted to, like, shake Jill and be like, what are you doing? What is the one thing about Jill mm-hmm. that really, like, if there's anything you fight about, what is the thing you fight about? <laughs> well, this is probably the most annoying thing, but it does make me laugh. It does not. I will say this is one thing that doesn't make me laugh at the time. But with hindsight, it always makes me, I just, I find it kind of cute. But if she is upset about something at the end of the night Mm -hmm. and we're going to bed, she won't let the subject go. No matter how many times I've said, I understand, or I'm sorry, I Mm. will just, I will beg her sometimes like, Jill, please, can we go to bed? I just... I really want to go to sleep. I understand you're upset. We can continue this in eight hours, but can we just go to sleep right now? I'm begging She has things to get off her chest, Craig. Craig is a genius. I have to make sure he understands me because a lot of times it feels like he doesn't. And I'm like, you're getting this, right? And I just talk in circles. And then if you sleep and you wake up, he forgets what the whole fight was about. I have to act while I can. Right now I have my points to make. Right. You know what? Right now I have the nukers in my back pocket. I got to drop them because I'm might forget in the morning. Is that right, Joe? That is absolutely correct. Um, I think I, I can categorize all the issues uh, that I have with Jill as touches of insanity. Oh, but I also normal. find those touches of insanity incredibly adorable. That's and not condescending very entertaining. at all. She That's makes not at all me entertaining. Smile. <laughs> it's entertaining. Her, her, her shortcomings genuinely make me smile. Hmm. See, it's so much love, so much sweetness, it, it, even in all of that. True love, because, yeah, Jill, it's funny the way he, you, you repeat the story. And you said yourself, you speak in circles. I do, because I need but, to know he understands. But Craig, I mean, I think he's a he genius. Because he's sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, half the time because he's sleeping. I can course, relate. <laughs> Always. But I can Craig. relate. I can relate to Craig in that situation where of course you've been you told the story a hundred mm-hmm. million times. You mm-hmm. got it. And he says. Well, I don't think you got it. Like, sometimes you don't get it. Oh, right. But, because you keep oh, bringing up the same the stuff. Oh, he is understating this in a huge oh. way. I will literally repeat word for word everything she said to explain that I've heard mm. the statement over oh, and oh. over again. And she'll go, but you're not 
listening. Right. You're not Craig, listening. Exactly. Yeah. Craig, I understand you. I think that all men oh. must suddenly listen very carefully to their must loved listen one. listen carefully. But for all the men who think that we, know, we have to repeat ourselves, no, we get it. Ladies, we get it the first time. I don't think so. If you got it, there uh, would be no fight. No. Right? Why are we still Hello? I agree, why am I, why am I bringing you. up the same thing? Exactly. Don't bring it up again. Just go with but the But you didn't get it the first time, no. We certainly did. I he was l- probably napping the first time. That's why he didn't get it. That's <laughs> oh what it my. was. Yeah. Yeah. As yeah. yeah. I think Craig. we are making a pretty strong case for the insanity that I oh. uh, <laughs> dealt with. So. Craig, uh, Craig, listen, we have to go. I, I'm, I know you're really upset that you can't be in this conversation anymore, <laughs> I'm sure. Listen, you said some amazing things. Very, very sweet. Very and, loving. And so did Jill. Yeah. Very loving. Yeah, yeah. Thank I just you. want to point out, for in my own defense, that you oh. heard Jill say more than once that I don't listen and don't understand the whole story. So draw your own conclusions. Oh, okay. Uh, he's pleading his case. Uh, Craig, I get it. We, We're going to talk about this for a very long time oh after boy. the show. Yes. <laughs> very oh, long. I know. Before we let you both go from this conversation, would either of you be willing to do the not yet newlywed game again? Absolutely. I'm all in. Of Craig. course. Yes. See, it's, see that's I told an you, amazing relationship. It's a, it's a delicate it. moment of the show when we ask those it's questions. Delicate. It's delicate. Fair yes. Enough. I'm ready to play again. So anytime, right. let's do it. Yay. Thank Thanks you, for Craig. being with us, Craig. Thank yeah. you, Jill, for Thank letting you. us poke and prod. All right. More of The Rendezvous next. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. Tuesday nights are always a little... Crazy, Simon. Lovely, crazy, and funny. Lovely, crazy, funny. Get to know the show moments. We Mm -hmm. play the not-so-newlywed game. We did that with our executive producer, Jill, tonight. Mm -hmm. Her 11-year on-and-off boyfriend, Craig. Yes. Um, Normally, it's Jason and myself. Usually, it is. But he's on vacation, and I honestly think we need to do a few more of the... Jill and Craig. I look forward to that. Not so newlywed. I look no, forward. Not yet newlywed Not games. yet. Yeah. Yes. And if you missed the show, please check out simonandangie.com. All our podcasts are there. Simon. Angie. I loved the way we started our show tonight, talking to you and your amazing nephew, Zachary. We did. Talking about first love. First. That, that 16-year-old love. Sweet 16. I right? mean. That fantastic moment in life when do, you're 16 years old. remember? You do meet somebody. The butterflies, the feelings. The palpitation of the heart, yes. as you described it. If you forgot what that feels like, it was a beautiful story. And I hope we can have Zachary on again sometime. But Me yes, too. Simon's nephew from Paris is visiting us here uh, in the States. And we had an amazing love story. So if the spark is gone, go back and listen on simonandangie.com because that will make you remember why love is so beautiful. The Absolutely. innocence before the jaded. And we posted a picture of, of, of Zachary and I. So if you want to see what Zachary looks like, my wonderful nephew, take a look, simonandangie.com. Yes, we also talked about Isabella's call about being the other woman with a guy for a long time. He keeps saying, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave. Simon, that's where your Simon Says came in. Thanks, Angie. I said, if you start a relationship being the other woman, you will never be the only woman. Tabernacle. I love that. <laughs> Amen. And the church says, yeah. Yes. All right, Simon and Angie on all our social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until tomorrow night, this has been The Rendezvous. Thanks for being with us. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.